Before we start this episode, on behalf of Did Someone Say Soccer, we would like to say we are thinking of the LAFC fan base as they lost a vital member due to COVID this past week. Prayers and thoughts go out to Mo's family. Lewandowski says, 10 man, no problem. I'll score a hat trick in the first half. Welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer. I'm your host, Nate. I'm with the homie Angelito, my brother Jordan, and look who we have here! Someone got their permission slips lined! Welcome back, ladies' man Derek! Say what up, boys! What's up, everybody? What's up? So this is how the show's gonna go down tonight. We are gonna do some trash talking with Jordan, Lewandowski hat trick with 10 men Byron, the sixth gold thriller in, the, in London, we're going to talk some FA Cup, the U23's CONCACAF, Angelito's Taco Shop, and we're going to get into the Supporter Scarf Cup review. I'm excited. What about you guys? Heck yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. All right, so for you who do not know what Trash Talking with Jordan is, this is where one of our followers or listeners DMs us a question and it's directed towards Jordan. So if you have a question for Jordan, DM us and we will get your question on here to Jordan. So this question comes from one of our listeners. They asked, what is your thoughts on the league's cup and who is going to be the winner? Dude, I'm so excited for the League's Cup. All right, so everybody knows that CONCACAF Champions League is where it's at. We all know Crew's going to win that, win the first ever uh, MLB, the first ever MLS team to win it, and then go on to win the FIFA World Club Cup Soccer Championship of the Universe. But we're going to go to the Europa League for North American soccer. You know what? Congratulations, Orlando City. Congratulations, New York City. Congratulations, Seattle Sounders. And congratulations, Sporting Kansas City. Any one of you four can go ahead and win this. And I specifically say you four because the Mexican teams are so scared to show their cards that they're going to wait until after the season's over. They're going to pick the best teams they can, and they're all going to fail. You know what, La Liga Mex, do us all a favor. Don't even show up. Matter of fact, take two of your teams out already and just invite Sky Blue FC and Angel City FC and let them come on over because they're going to kick <laughs> you guys' asses anyway. So bring it on. Let's go. I'm excited. By the way, I'm giving a shout-out. Early money pick, Orlando City. Well done. All right, let's, so let's get into this show. Let's head to Germany. Alfonso Davis says, you know what? I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to let you guys play with 10 men. Lewandowski says, I got this. I got this, bro. No worries. Scores a hat trick in the first half. Should have had more goals in the second half. But 10-man Byron beat Stuttgart 4-1. to one. What are your thoughts, Angel? This is your team. <laughs> um, I mean, that game was crazy. Uh, the red card was very early in the game. Uh, Davis is, uh, we all know he's known for his pace and his defending. So 
I wasn't sure what was gonna happen, but the boys showed up. They scored quick. I really liked the second goal, where it was like a pass from Thomas Muller to Sané back to uh, I don't know who else they passed it to, but it was like four or five passes, and uh, they scored. Shows that they don't care who scores as long as they're winning, and uh, that was the best goal out of all four. Lewandowski is got another hat trick, so I mean it's not surprising. Uh, yesterday, he actually got an award from the Poland's president. It's uh, the Commissioner Cross of the Order of Polandia Restuta, and um, it's he got it for outstanding achievements for both Bayern Munich and the Poland national team. All right, so I got two thoughts on here. What in the shit did you just say he won? That is unreal. You just threw a bunch of words out here. Nobody knows. Congratulations, <laughs> Congratulations Lewandowski. You won the Chuck E. Cheese Token of the Year award. Great. The real thought is Alfonso Davis decided to get a red card so fast because he knew that whoever they're playing is worthless and they shouldn't even be out there. He's like, if I get a red card right now, I could probably run across the ocean and probably catch catch up with Vancouver and help them get noticed again because what? why are you even playing him right now? Just throw Lewandowski, one against 11, and move on. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a train exercise for Bayern Munich. Um, Lewandowski definitely should have scored more goals. Uh, it was too easy for them. The red card, maybe a little bit harsh, but um, I can definitely see why they gave it. Bayern Munich's really, really good. Um, it's it's not even fair. Like half the time, they looked they were, like they were trying. They were still the better team, obviously. This weekend in the Bundesliga, we saw Holland score two goals, and they were basically long balls over the top. Him bringing it down with one touch and then putting it away. And then in this match, we saw Lewandowski just eat up every single ball that was in the box. The forwards in the Bundesliga right now are unreal, and it's fun to watch. Watching Lewandowski just be a predator in there is amazing. If he doesn't win Bolin Door, I don't know what to say. So let's take it to London. Jordan, if I were to tell you West Ham scored five goals, you would have thought West Ham would have won, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they tied Arsenal... 3-3. Three, three. Manchester United's best player, Jesse Lingard, decided to get West Ham on the board early and got an assist right off the bat, and they took a 3-0 lead. 3 nothing. You would have thought, hey, this is going to be a walk in the park for West Ham. Moyes, all he has to do is park the bus and... Easy win. But Arsenal get that goal back right before half, 3-1. to one. And what happens the second half? Just like I said in Pablo's easy money, Arsenal play better the second half. And they came out the second half. Odegaard took over, and Arsenal tied them 3-3. Three, three. Jordan? All right, so first and foremost, I love how this guy's over here talking about how Arsenal tied them. Let's be honest here. West Ham felt so 
bad for your sorry-ass performance that they decided they're going to give you guys two goals. You just happened to score another one. All right, so don't go over here saying Arsenal did so great. West Ham was so good. It felt bad. They just wanted to score. Congratulations. They score on themselves. You guys get a lucky goal. You get one point. Get out of here. Oh, man. Well, you know, just thinking about it, like, Dawson was the best player on the field. <laughs> he scored. This is the second game in a row. He scored an own goal. Lingard, it makes me so upset, man. The, the fact that this guy scored so many goals for West Ham and man, you loses. <sighs> it's all right, though. Um, Arsenal, you guys need to figure it out, too. Seriously. Own goals? Looking rough, Nate. I don't know why West Ham allowed Arsenal to tie this game. They they were a 3 nothing, and, you know, like Nate said, it looked like it was going to be a, just an easy victory for West Ham. But, you know, they like to choke. And how Derek had said, Dawson scored again uh, an own goal. So he, he already cost them uh, three points last week, and then he's going to mess up again this week. However, I did want to bring up how um, two of the goals in this game, one for each side, they were off a free kick, and uh, the defense wasn't ready on uh, on each one, which uh, reminds me kind of when we were talking about the the Brighton game uh, a while back, where they had them do the the kick over because of the whistle. So I'm just wondering if there should be, you know, they should uh, start a new rule where they kind of got to wait for the ref because, like I said, it was a uh, West Ham second goal and. Uh, Arsenal's second goal where they were off free kicks and the defense wasn't ready for either one. The defense should be always be ready. As soon as the ball's placed down, you got to be ready. You, you're taught that at a young age, and that's just laziness. Moyes almost lost this game for West Ham because he didn't want to change his tactics. I, I understand that you went and got three goals right away, but when Arsenal's slamming it down your throat, you got to you got to change your tactics, put some defenders in there, and play some better defense. And it almost cost them, because Arsenal could have had that game won. I was very disappointed in how Aubameyang played. He should have been subbed off at halftime. He was not seen throughout the whole game. And if you would ask me, he was the worst player out there. As soon as... Smith Rowe came on. It just it, Arsenal became a better team. Pepe came on a better team. Arsenal started scoring on crosses, and it was it was very good to see this Arsenal team come back and grind it out. Because if you would have seen if this would have been last year, Arsenal would have lost this three nil. So let's get into this FA Cup drama. Manchester United lose to Leicester City 3-1. to Derek, you're the Manchester United fan of the group. Give it to us. Can't hear you, bro. He's so shook. He doesn't even want to talk about it. Uh, it, comes, it comes down to tactics. Um, really, it's about the right lineup and bringing Bruno on and not keeping Pogba on. Um, it's really the reason... Uh, other than that, though, give it to Leicester. They play well. They exposed our defense. They were the better team. Um, on to the next game for us. Give it to him, Angel. 
Okay, so before we, I give him the question, I just wanted to point out that two of these goals were mistakes. The first goal by the gift by Fred to give the ball away in the box, and the third goal. I mean, they mistimed the jump on the on the free kick, and uh, you know, it was a uh, Lester's goal just right there. He was by himself with the header. So what I want to ask Derek is, since Ole Gunner has a uh, Taken over as the uh, head coach, Manchester United is 0-11 in all competitions and they have failed to reach the finals. This is the first time that Manchester United is closer to the top of the table than the relegation zone. And they have spent a total of 325 million euros. What do you think uh, should be done after the season? Nothing. Honestly, I don't think anything should be done. Um... You have spent a lot of money, and we haven't done well in competitions. But, I mean, second place in the league, I'll take that. Um, we still have a lot of growing to do. We still need to get a, another right wing. So there's potential there. Um, the goal is to catch Man City and to do well in Champions League. I think that's not a priority. How can you say nothing can be done? You know, we gave Nate so much crap at the beginning of the year by saying, oh, you won the JV junior high, middle school, elementary trophies, and you're racking up your trophy cabinet with a bunch of uh, tinfoil over there. 325 million euros, man. You got to put something in there, at least a sticker. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Thinking about it, I mean, 325 million dollars. Um, yeah, it's a lot of money spent, but I mean, a lot of teams have spent that and, you know, City has spent that too. Besides winning the league, what have they really won? Everything. <laughs> Not Champions League. They spent all that money. Their goal was to win Champions League. So we'll, we'll take it. So let's talk about the other, the other, uh, FA Cup matches. Uh, Southampton beat Bournemouth 3-0. Uh, Chelsea beat Sheffield United 2-0, and Everton lost to Man City 2-0. Now, the draw for the semifinals was taken over the weekend, and Leicester City will play Southampton, and Chelsea will play Man City. Just think, Manchester United would have played Southampton in an easy ticket to the finals. Now... Leicester City will probably play either Chelsea or Man City in the final. Who do you guys think is going to win that match? Chelsea. I think Chelsea. Chelsea. No love to Pep? Really? I think he's going to be more focused on the Champions League, so he might not even play the starters for the FA Cup. But then again, does he need to play starters because they're that, they're that good? Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, maybe not, but no one's been scoring on Chelsea, and uh, they're going to need a strong attack if they want to win. And you're also forgetting Chelsea's and still in the Champions League also. Yeah, but they, they probably know they're not going to win that, so they're going to take what they can get and get some trophies. All right, so let's get into this U23 CONCACAF. It's basically been the Mexico and... United States show this whole time. 
they play each other on Wednesday, which both of them have already secured their ticket to the semifinals. And then what really matters is the semifinal match because whoever wins those matches qualifies for the Olympics. What are your guys' thoughts on the U23 CONCACAF so far? Um, like you said, it's, it's been pretty much just USA and Mexico. And there's really no competition for them. And uh, most of these Caribbean teams, they, they don't really have the money to like invest in, a, you know, in their soccer teams. And uh, I think Mexico will beat the USA because after I saw USA versus Costa Rica, the USA was lucky that their goalie saved them. And um, even though Mexico has allowed one goal, it was a penalty. So uh, it wasn't, I don't know, I still think Mexico is superior and they'll win three to one. Damn, three to one. <laughs> uh, you know, for me, anytime you can beat Mexico, as a U.S. fan, you want to take that opportunity. Um, I think we'll actually draw. I think it'll be 2-2. And I think that neither team's going to try and go for the cutthroat because they just want to make sure they get healthy to the next round so we can play each other in the final and then we can put the spanking on you guys. I mean, that's kind of just how I feel. Uh, I'm going to go a different way and say that U.S. wins 3-0. Dodson with the hat trick. Damn. <laughs> Angel, they forget that the best Mexican player will be out there, and that's Cordova. And what is Cordova? Yep. What does he have? What has he been doing? He's been lightening it up lately, and not only for Club America, but he's going to do it on the international stage. And this guy is playing with Chivas players. He's playing with everyone right now, and they just look good. I'm very impressed with uh, Mexico. I'm also impressed with the United States. So I'm looking forward to some big, some big games. Hopefully they don't hold back and they get after it. Maybe see a see a fight or two, because and ignite this rivalry. That being said, let's talk some Angelitos Taco Shop. What do you got for us today, Angel? Just gonna talk a little bit about. Um, Atletico Madrid, a little bit of Barcelona, uh, Champions League, and them getting eliminated, and how that affects La Liga. So, I called it last week, and I told you guys that Atletico was going to lose to Chelsea. It happened 2-0. And uh, I think that's the best thing that could have happened for Atletico, because they have no chance at winning the Champions League, and they need to focus on their four-point lead over Barcelona. And the reason I say that they don't have a chance is not just because Suarez didn't score any goals in the Champions League. And uh, it's because when they played Bayern Munich in the very first group game, they lost pretty bad. So if they couldn't even beat Bayern Munich in the group stage, why would uh, they have a chance in the, you know, later on in the tournament? So... Like I said, uh, Suarez didn't score at all. He he uh, didn't score for Atletico this Champions League, and he was subbed out versus Chelsea in the 59th minute. He was nowhere to be found. He was like Obama Yang on Sunday. You know, they, they started playing a little bit better without him, and um, it still didn't help. They still lost 2-0. And he has gone 25 consecutive 
away matches without scoring a goal. So that shows that he can't play by himself. He needs he needs more help. And the way he looked in Barcelona two seasons ago was because Messi would take all the pressure away from him. But now that he's the main guy, he couldn't get it done in Champions League. And uh, I look forward to the fixtures for both uh, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. And uh, Atletico Madrid are playing harder teams for the next two weeks. That's two of the top six teams where Barcelona is going to get easy teams. And then they're going to face Barcelona is going to be against Real Madrid. So that's going to be like their hardest game of the season left. And they Barcelona plays Atletico Madrid on May 9th, which could decide who takes La Liga. And that's um, that's going to be interesting to watch because both of them have to focus uh, on La Liga now that they've both been eliminated from Champions League. Hopefully Suarez can find him his way out of uh, Rudiger's pocket by then. <laughs> All right, let's get into this uh, Supporter Scarf Cup review. So we have one final contestant already in there. Congratulations, Cloud9SC. Now, right now, we have a battle going on. We have Yellow Nation Army versus Rebellion 99. These guys are going throat to throat right now. It's going to be a dogfight all the way to the end. And it is very exciting. I hate you guys because my phone is just going off the chain. So I have to mute you guys at night. Or it's just going to be buzzing like crazy. But let's keep it rolling. Keep it going. Let's see who wants to face Cloud9 in the finals. And remember, one vote per account. So what are your guys' thoughts so far on this uh, Supporter Scarf Cup? Dude, I'm loving it. I even love how the gifts that are on uh, Twitter, dude, just bring it. I, it's it's fantastic. I'm enjoying every second of it. Never thought it would be this this much, you know, fun. I love opening my phone and seeing it, dude. I love it. Like you're paying the gifts, and they're hilarious. Open them up at work. I'm like, oh, I'm just laughing out loud. Yeah, I'm really enjoying seeing all the participants and. Uh, I didn't think it would get this big, honestly. And now that everyone's spreading the word, telling all their friends and everyone to vote, uh, the later rounds have been more and more votes. And where the first round was only, uh, I think, up to 200 votes. And now we're up into like a triple that, I think. And we want to thank everyone that's participated this year. We're going to have it next year for sure. So, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that everyone gets an invite back that was in it this year, and hopefully we can uh, get some new participants and make this big. All right, let's get into final thoughts. Angel? I just wanted to bring up how I think uh, these Champions League matches uh, that are going to be uh, coming up are really, really good matches. And the, the rematch versus PSG, Bayern, it's going to be intense. I, I don't know it's gonna, um, if Neymar is going to play well or not. And uh, the rematch of Liverpool versus Real Madrid is going to be intense too. You know they don't like each other because of what happened between Ramos and Salah. So I'm just looking forward to that and talking about that with our fans. All right. Derek, Nate, Angelito, 
Strap in, boys. Let's go. I am so sick and tired of this beautiful man, David Beckham. All right? He can go straight to hell in gasoline-soaked underwear. I'm so tired of him saying, I have no problem bringing in people like Neymar and Messi and Ronaldo just so he can turn around and give me Kieran Gibbs. That's who you're going to bring and you're going to get excited about? Get out of here, man. <laughs> uh, I, I am Final thoughts for me, I'm definitely excited for the Champions League match. Bayern uh, Munich versus PSG. Um, I think that's going to be a great game. Uh, hopefully Bayern's Munich defense shows up. Um, so it could be a competitive one, but uh, just watching Bayern Munich play over the weekend. I don't know how they can be stopped. Final thoughts for me are the Columbus crew will host the third edition of the Campeones Cup in their brand new stadium downtown. Now, their opponent hasn't been determined yet because the winner of this Mexican league will face off in a playoff against Lyon. But we already know that Club America is going to win. And it's going to be Club America versus the crew in downtown Columbus in October. I'm excited about that. This is just going to be amazing. I can't wait to get into that new stadium, seeing pictures, seeing everything. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for participating in the Supporter Scarf Cup. Continue to vote. Continue to get after it. We appreciate all of you. So tell your friends and tell your families. See ya. Yo, the next thing we should do is have, if we get 100 followers, we'll live broadcast that Champions game and what? There, <laughs> run around naked. <laughs>